The Selfish Path to Romance. Download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com. And here is an email that I received. Um, this is from Stacy. Hi, Dr. Kenner. I have been emotionally repressed for, the, for years. Now, emotional repression is when you don't allow yourself to feel. I am trying to feel again, to de-repress. I'm in a new relationship, which is my first in many years. There have been many occasions in which I allowed myself to be open and vulnerable with my new partner, whom I trust wholly, and that's going well. My problem. Sometimes I become overly emotional, and my partner gets frustrated with me. Then I obsess when we have even a minor disagreement. How can I learn to feel my emotions, express them in ways that are not harmful, and not obsess so much when we disagree? I want to shelter my partner from blowback. Can you recommend any techniques or maybe some books on how to de-repress? Thank you so much for your time and attention, Stacy. Okay, so what is emotional repression, Stacy? That's when you've said to yourself on some level, I don't ever want to feel these bad feelings again. So all of us have been through situations where maybe we feel really guilty and we say, oh, I don't ever want to feel this feeling again. You know, maybe you were punished by a parent. Maybe you felt so angry, you felt rageful and out of control and you said, it's scary. I don't ever want to do that again. Maybe you lost a loved one and you said to yourself, I don't ever want to feel that the depth of pain again. It is excruciating. It's like a knife through me. And so you send your subconscious a message that says, don't let me go there again. And your subconscious is obedient and it says, okay, hon, we are going to make it so that you don't repress, that you don't feel these rotten feelings anymore. And what happens though, our subconscious can't say, oh, don't feel just this one feeling. Our subconscious says, emotions are dangerous. Don't feel. Negative emotions are dangerous and it generalizes to all emotions. So if you have a coping strategy of repression, protecting yourself from experiencing any painful emotions, the guilt, the anger, the the sadness, the grief, an odd thing happens. You tell yourself not to feel these yucky emotions. We block them and we... Hey, I got to interrupt this because we've got to pay some bills. 30 seconds, that's it. A very quick ad and then Alan will be back. Romance. I wish I knew more about what girls want from a relationship. Boy, I wish I knew more about what I want. Where's that ad I saw? Here it is. The Selfish Path to Romance, a serious romance guidebook. Download Chapter 1 for free at SelfishRomance.com and buy it at Amazon.com. Huh. The Selfish Path to Romance. That is interesting. An odd thing happens. You tell yourself not to feel these yucky emotions. We block them. And we block the positive ones too. So what happens if you were looking at a heartbeat and you see it going blump, 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 and you see it on a monitor and it goes up and down and up and down. And what happens if you flatten out that line? You've got a person who is physically dead. It's a flat line. And when you flatten out your emotions 
and get something like a flat line or just a few little rolling hills. You're doing the same thing. Your emotional life becomes flattened out. And even though you feel like you're protecting yourselves, you're not. You're making your, your own emotions, your own responses to your own values or disvalues your enemy. So, you know, many of us have been repressed. I'm sure I was at one point, and, um, and I know I was, and, you know, have come out of my shell wonderfully. And when we, repract, when we practice not letting ourselves feel, we can make that into a habit. We can make it second nature to us. And then we try to live our life. We try to have a romantic relationship. And you can't feel the highs. And you don't want to go down to those lows. And you can't feel in life in general. Everything is muted. So you do want yourself to allow yourself to feel, to live. Uh, but when you've tagged feelings as something to fear, you're working against yourself. Uh, when you kill your emotional expression in your relationship, your new relationship, you are not there. So the good news is that you're aware of the pattern, your repression, and you're allowing yourself to experiment. You're allowing yourself to experience and express your emotions. But there's a downside. Because you're new at expressing emotions, the power of them can sometimes be overwhelming and you may not know how to assertively express them. So you could use some skills there. And I'll recommend a, a book or two in a minute. And also when your boyfriend disagrees, maybe that was the injury you had as a child that people disagree and you can't deal with it. You want to learn how to deal with it so it doesn't feel horrible. So now, the the skills. For skills, you can get the book Mind Over Mood on my website, drkenner.com, and learn how to decode your emotions and how to recalibrate them if they're out of whack, how to rebalance them. If you're if they're just um if they're not based fully on reality. You can come up with better coping strategies, uh, how to express yourself properly. There are wonderful skills if you're dealing with anger. There are anger management books. Again, you can go to my website, drkenner.com. You can get the book Prisoners of Belief by McKay and Fanning, and that helps you not always think the worst thing in a situation. It talks about avoiding that negative uh, of bias and you can also get my book on romance um how to, my book with Dr. Redlock, The Selfish Path to Romance, How to Love with Passion and Reason, and look up visibility. For more Dr. Kenner podcast, go to drkenner.com and please listen to this ad. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance by clinical psychologist Dr. Ellen Kenner. Many people lack the communication skills needed to maintain a thriving romantic relationship. If you don't communicate effectively, you make yourself less lovable and you undermine romance. What are the signs that someone isn't communicating well? The most obvious is that the person is unwilling to listen or refuses to make any effort to understand you. Some of the most common methods used to avoid dealing with problems in communication include sarcasm, verbally attacking you and then playing it off as a joke, not being fully focused on you, bossing you around, nagging, screaming, being unjustifiably critical, interrupting you when you speak, using the silent treatment, walking out on you, or being indifferent to you. You can download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com and you can buy the book at amazon.com.